0: hey guys welcome back to let it flow podcast brought to you by your host jessica andres and in today's episode i'm gonna talk about my one year postpartum body and there's been a lot of changes i just want to say first off your body is never gonna be the same like it was pre-baby pre-pregnancy In my case, I've noticed a lot of changes and I know that my body, you know, held a baby for nine months. I know my body was nurturing, providing, and doing its best it can to take care of this life growing inside of me. And honestly, it's crazy, it's amazing, and it's beautiful. But I know some women struggle postpartum body. I know I have. And I honestly don't know if I would enjoy my body pre-baby. But as of right now, I'm going to talk about the current changes I have have faced recently. And the first one I want to talk about is gallstones. So I have... Sorry. I have something called gal stones in my gallbladder, bladder and I've had this for the past two to three months I would say I don't really remember when it began but after I had Angie I began to feel pain here and there between my rib cage and it would be from like hot chips eating like a little small 50 cent bag of hot chips it would start to hurt I would eat you know cheese or I don't really remember what would trigger it back then but it was small pain that I would feel in the center of my chest area and it would go through my spine I would wake up in the middle of the night and feel discomfort. It wasn't something that I was like, oh my god, like what's wrong with my body? It was just discomfort and maybe I had a tummy ache or I was cold so I had to cover myself up. When I found out I had gal stones, it was because I had eaten a Korean barbecue, spicy Korean barbecue. And it led me to the hospital. I had... As to what my mom and Noel says, I had uh, severe pain. I was sweating, but I was saying it was cold. Uh, the pain was really strong. I passed out in the car on the way to the hospital. It To Noel, um, he was saying that I looked like I um, was on drugs when I got admitted into the hospital. That the nurses were looking at him like, what's wrong with her? Like, is she okay? Or whatnot. And... When I was in the waiting room, you know, I kept on telling them what was my symptoms and most of the nurses were like, okay, we know what it is, but they weren't saying what it was or maybe they did. I just don't remember because of the pain and I got, you know, seen by the doctor at the emergency room and they found out that I, they found the gallstones and they explained to me what it was and that it's common in women and then one of my friends had mentioned that 20% of women after they give birth uh, get their gal bladder removed because they end up developing gallstones. The pain that I have or that I get is so strong that I have passed out. And I, Noel says I pass out or something, and then I wake up and I don't remember. Or I start crying because I tell him I'm sorry that he had to see me go through this. And I, you know, basically tell everyone, I'd rather give birth than have this pain. And it's true. I'd rather give birth than have the pain that I have of the gallstones. I can't eat fattening food or fat food or fats in the food. Which means I can't drink milk. I can't eat cheese. I can't eat bread white bread i can eat pasta i think i can't eat certain things that i need to figure out what triggers it my body you know doesn't accept milk cheese and spices spicy food so that's you know some of the things that i know that triggers it so i stay away from that but i've been scared to eat i'm scared to have that pain because it's the most excruciating pain that i've ever gone through which led me to lose a lot of weight which is my theory that I've lost a lot of weight because I'm scared to eat because of the gallstones and the pain so now my weight has drastically gone so down I've never been this weight since I was like probably in elementary or middle school so this is something that I have been dealing with with my weight and my body and being so skinny For my height, the doctor says it's normal. It's normal for me to be this weight because of my height and to not worry, you know, if I'm not eating healthy or not eating right, you know, then I, you know, need to start worrying. But if I eat my three meals, snack in between, and I'm actually eating healthy, she says, there's nothing to worry about. So, you know, that's what I've been doing, eating really healthy. I've been snacking and, you know, just doing what I have to do in order to maintain myself the way I am so I can't keep on going lower the second thing that I have noticed in my body is my skin because I think it's the birth control or something but it's been drastically bad I have I have cysts I have ingrown pimples or something and it's just really hard my skin hasn't been this bad since like three to four years ago I have suffered from acne but it's been getting worse as of lately my boobs are not the same to begin with I am really small chested and since I had given Angie breast milk it was um the the, my boobs grew a bit you know, they were fuller with milk, they were doing good, you know, um, I was happy with them, but when I started weaning, you know, my boobs started to feel empty, and then when I completely weaned off, bro, my boobs were sagging, I've never seen or ever thought of my boobs looking this small, bro, like, it's saggy, it's weird and it's it's just uh like what happened to me like what I barely had um boobs you know and it's just like damn like this sucks like you know I've always wished to be like at least a c-cup but now it's just like bro like there's nothing and I've told Noelle like did you see my boobs change like do you see a difference and then like I guess he does he says no because he doesn't want me to feel like shit or get sad about it but yeah that's another change that if you're breastfeeding like girl good luck your boobs ain't gonna be the same at all (laughs) I should have like listened to all the moms and all those things but you know give your baby breast milk it's the best you can do for them the next thing that I have noticed that I've gone through postpartum body-wise was my linea Negra or my Lina Negra, whatever you call it. That thing is still... Let me check. It's kind of still fading. Like, I see a little bit. I don't know if it ever truly fades. But I've seen it um. fade when I was, I think... 11 months postpartum I barely seen it fading away excuse me and regarding to like the stomach wise I didn't get no stretch marks I didn't get um like wrinkly extra excessive skin I'm pretty fine towards my belly area my mom's like, girl, it does not even look like you had a baby. Like, dang, I wish I looked that good after, you know, giving birth or whatever. But honestly, like, I've told her before, like, I wish I had, you know, a couple of stretch marks, you know, to, to remind me to see how my body, you know, grew and developed Angie in there and whatnot. Um, what else? Like, TMI. I mean, I don't know. It's not TMI. I mean, this whole pod episode is TMI. Uh, my um butt looks saggier. I think it looks saggier. I mean, I feel it like saggy. I don't know if that's normal, but yeah. I mean, I'm I am skinny, so I did lose a lot of weight. Um, I had an ingrown toenail after I gave birth. <laughs> this is the most saddest thing I've ever gone through because this the ingrown toenail was something that like shifted my whole mood you know having an ingrown toenail is like sad really sad and it affected me a lot because first my feet grew half like half a shoe size I was a size six but now I'm a six and a half and all my shoes gone they don't fit. My Shibuya Air Forces, my CDGs, my platforms, my, you know, all my good shoes that I love, like, they don't fit. Bro, my docks, my tocks don't fit at all. And it's something that made me sad. Then having the ingrown toenail was the worst because I had an ingrown toenail that was infected and like really bad for almost four to five months until i was able to get seen by uh i don't know what to call but the toe doctor and i got it you know i didn't get my whole toenail removed i got it cut and it grew out but then it got infected it got uh ingrown again so i had to go back and they took it out the tone they didn't take it out they uh cut it so now I'm hoping and praying that it heals properly because, girl, this is, like, so sad. Like, it's just, it's, you know, my toes, my toenails. <laughs> but, yeah, um, another thing was, oh, like I had mentioned at the beginning, uh, the tear. I didn't really take long to heal. In my perspective, I think I healed pretty good. I think I I stopped using all those uh, postpartum care after a week and a half or two, and I just stuck to um, you know the tucks. That's that's what helped me a lot, but the spray and whatnot I kind of stopped using it, and the the spray the the itching spray I think it it was the blue bottle, and then the other spray the water spray, I stopped using that because I was you know doing what I have to do and you know everything was healing properly it did take me a while to um be able to walk since I had a second degree second degree tear I remember I think it was like the first month I went to go walk around the block in the neighborhood and bro I couldn't even walk like I was like limp not limping uh waddling I was waddling side to side because it started to hurt and Noel felt bad he's like I'm sorry like I really thought the walk was gonna help you but now you're just like in pain and whatnot but yeah I had a a string a stitch a stitch that wasn't uh he didn't solve properly and it eventually you know I had to go to the doctor to my ob-gyn and you know she had to cut it or whatnot and the rest dissolved on its own i would say for hair i didn't grow any hair at all like i wouldn't even shave for the first three to four months i don't know what happened but or maybe the birth control made my hair grow back i'm not 100 sure but my hair you know it's it's there i i'm i used to shave my armpits but my armpits I used to shave my arms and I let them grow because I couldn't keep up like maintaining it um so now it's all long and I look super hairy and it's ugly my leg hair I stopped shaving and my armpit hair I stopped shaving for the past I think month and a half or two so now I'm like hairy AF everywhere and what else I mean, I think that's it for my postpartum body. I didn't really have anything else, you know, um, relating to postpartum body, I would say. But yeah, that's my one year postpartum body. I do hope, you know, to... uh, Oh, the birth control, I forgot to mention. So I did get the birth control um, arm implant. And that's been really messing me up. It's been really bad because I've been spotting a lot and it's something that I'm so uncomfortable with. I've been meaning to switch it out to like the pill or something because girl, I do not want to get pregnant and I don't have a baby at the moment. So I'd rather stick with spotting. I've been hearing some moms like on a birth control uh, uh, group, they say that it takes up to like a year for it to regulate and if you're able to push through then you know sometimes you won't get a period so you know i i'm aiming and hoping for that clearance of not having a period or whatnot but i'm really scared that it's gonna take longer for me to get pregnant when i do try to have a baby another baby but yeah i'm gonna end this podcast here of my one year postpartum body i hope you know this wasn't too short or too long i hope it was just it hits its sweet spot and yeah stay tuned for the next next episode and take care peace